Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. You know, the fall will be here before you know it, and the temperatures will start to drop and get a little bit cooler. So swing on by Leon Tailoring to get you something warm that will not burn a hole in your pocket. Maybe it's a nice little bit of a heavier jacket, or maybe a heavier blouse or skirt, or no matter what it is, maybe a nice sweater. No matter what it is, you can get it at Leon Tailoring. Get it ready-made or custom-made or tailor-made. Just go on in, tell them Abdul sent you, and they'll take care of you, and they'll be happy to do it as well. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. We have House Bill 1428 and others that would take, make school boards partisan elected positions as opposed to the nonpartisan boards that they are presently. This brought to you by a body that said a few years ago we were going to take the politics out of education by no longer having an elected state superintendent of public instruction and instead making an appointed position. And in that vein, I want to introduce to you another ICPE board member and sadly, our last elected state superintendent of public instruction, Dr. Jennifer McCormick. Right back at you. Guess what doesn't happen if I go upstairs? That. So I am thrilled to be here, but I will tell you, you can tell it's getting a little noisier upstairs, right? We need to tell them that we're here. So who do we support? Who do we support? Public schools. Who do we support? Public schools. It is incredibly important that we yell it from the rooftops. We have to continue to do what we do and be a huge cheerleader for these efforts. Right now upstairs, we are making decisions for 5% of our Hoosiers. 5%. And when you continue to do that for over two or at least two decades, you start to see our rankings that are at the bottom 5%. So go ahead and make those choices and do those policies and serve those 5% of Hoosiers and we will continue our race to the bottom. Our kids, our communities, all kids, all communities deserve much better than what we're getting. Enough, enough. You will hear a lot of facts. You will hear a lot of data because there is an incredible amount over two decades that will tell you the choice that is being celebrated upstairs, over here, down the hall, <laughs> down this hall. That choice is being celebrated. You look at our student data. If you are a black student or a black family, brown student, brown family, you should be alarmed because the very program that was put into place to serve the very children that it's harming the most continues to grow. All students deserve better, but I'm saying our black students and our brown students deserve much better than what is happening right now to them and their families. It has been an incredibly tough day here at the State House. I started out early, early this morning doing coffee. 
at 7 o'clock with Senator Ford. It's been a tough one. We have listened to LGBTQ kids, families, friends, clergy, you name it, over and over and over explain why that bill upstairs, the don't say gay bill, was not good for Indiana. And of course, it passed right on through. This is also the day that we're hearing about book bans. It's also the day that we are hearing about the budget. And this is the very budget that, remember, there's one pot of money, and a third, a third of that pot of money is going to 9% of our kids. A third. So when the governor, lieutenant governor, all uh, many of our senators and representatives are across the state of Indiana saying we are going to give historical levels of funding. You're giving historical levels of funding to 9% of our kids. We should be outraged. There is nowhere but bottom to go with that type of funding. Our EL population, they need funding. We've already heard about that. Our special needs population, I was a special ed teacher. It's woefully underfunded. We are schools that say teacher credentials matter. And it matters, but you have to have funding to support it. will unapologetically say, we support data, and we support research, and we support qualified teachers, and we support kids. We support parent rights. We beg for parent participation. Do not for a second let someone sell you on the story that parental rights does not happen in our public education. When you walk out of public education, you give up a lot of your federal and state protections. Public education supports and is built on parental rights. That's who we are. We gotta get back to the focus being on kids, on curriculum and on instruction that makes sense. Teachers have got to quit worrying about, am I gonna go to jail? When am I going to jail? And what librarian am I gonna share my cell with? It's crazy. We all have different values. We all do different things for different purposes. All of us want kids to be in a school that they feel comfortable and supported and can be successful. The question is, how do you fund it? It's not the principle, it's not the value of it, it's the reality that the conservative folks have told us for years, you can only pay for so much. Money doesn't grow on trees. Well, you're constitutionally obligated to public schools. You fund them and you lead up, leave us to do our jobs. It goes without saying, as individual student rights, as their empowerment and our strive for excellence goes, and our support for all students. And when we say all, we may mean all students. 
our students do not show up on an admissions process that no one can get their hands on and are turned away, no one, all means all. As goes our public schools, so goes Indiana. It is time. It is time. Kids first, always. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. McCormick. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.